Hi, welcome to Stream Dreams, the podcast about gaming, streaming, and everything that happens in between. Today we have Nick Leff of Wash Gaming League. We have a great conversation, including some Hall of Fame Halloween candy takes, how he got into streaming, where he's looking to take Wash Gaming League. Thank you for listening, and uh, let us know what you think. Awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Today we have Nick Leff from Wash Gaming League. Uh, Wash Gaming League is a primarily Call of Duty league uh, by amateur gamers, for amateur gamers. And uh, Nick, why don't you kind of tell us what it's all about? Yeah, thanks. Um, so like you said, um, the league, Wash Gaming League, is is all about, you know, for the average gamer. Um, it really started on you know, seeing all these Warzone tournaments pop up um, during pandemic time and seeing like, you know, these six KD cap duo tournaments and 12 KD cap for quads. And I'm like, that's great. And like, I love watching, you know, the big guys play, um, but kind of wanted to provide a platform for, for guys that are, like I said, you know, average washed, however you want to call it, um, provide a platform for them to kind of showcase their, their skills, you know, talk their shit stuff like that um and just you know have fun really like we all a lot of the guys that started the league um all former like athletes um whether it's high school college stuff like that so having that kind of competitive itch that we haven't been able to scratch for a while because we're old and washed like i say um i mean that's gonna be a theme i'm gonna (laughs) gonna be calling us washed a while but that's you know that's what we are and that's what we do um, just providing everyone a place to have that, you know, healthy competitive juice, um, is a really, you know, fun way to meet new people and, and bring, you know, different groups in. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're looking to, you know, just get anybody that wants to play in. There's no real barriers to entry, um, unless you're, you know, a pro player. We've had a couple guys who've shown interest who are, you know, competing in some of those, you know, maybe not Twitch rivals, but some of the bigger like Warzone tournament tournaments where I'm like, listen, like might not be the place for you. Um, <laughs> we love the interest. Uh, it, it takes a lot for us to turn somebody away. So like I said, we just want to be, you know, for the average gamer by the average gamer. And that's kind of the motto that I try to live it by. Which is definitely a good way to do it when you think about it. Cause like, of course we all love watching our favorite streamers. Like I wish I had a gunny like Tommy. I wish I was <laughs> as cracked as Oscars is, but at the end of the day, you know, you're not, you're not that. So when you get to these most, most of these uh, attorneys that you get into these kids, like, especially now that I've been running a lot of them, um, most of the same people are in the same like custom tourneys all over again. All they're all in the same kill race tourneys, two v twos. It's all the same people over and over and over again. And you know they're they're good. And coming from an outside perspective, trying to go into that is something that's like really hard because these people have been doing it forever. So like when you finally get to step in and like you want to do something competitive, getting your like name out there and getting into these some of the stuff is a little hard. Like when we did 
when I joined your, when I joined washed, man, I was so bad. It was, <laughs> it was absolutely abysmal. I haven't touched cold war multiplayer and I'm sitting there like, I'm like, yeah, I got a gunny in Redan. I'm thinking, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I started playing. I'm like, oh my God, this dude named Don is absolutely dunking all over me. I can't <laughs> even do anything. It's like this dude spawn trapping me and I'm just dying every two seconds. Yeah. It's just and crazy. It's it's a whole different game. I think kind of based on what you said there, like look at, for example, Skullface. Like Skullface might be a top 10 player in Warzone competitive, like across exactly. the board. Um, I mean, literally yeah, Frozone tweeted about him being possibly the best player in Verdansk like two weeks ago. Um, and look how long it took for Skullface to break through. Um, and so that's like, like obviously we're, you know, we're not Twitch rivals. We're not, you know, Tommy, we're not doing all that stuff that to 20,000 viewers. Um, but like who, why shouldn't somebody have the ability to compete um, regardless of their skill level. Yeah. That's kind of my thoughts on it. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite whole part of this thing is you have these average washed gamers that they're getting a chance to play in front of a Codcaster and like 99.9% .9 of people aren't never going to do that. And it's fun for them to go back and watch the VODs and see what you're saying about them. Uh, walk us through what's that, what that's like, like being a Codcaster has, what's that learning experience like? Yeah, so I think it's evolved a lot. Like we, so for a little context, we started with Modern Warfare with like, I think we had four teams of three. Like it was 12 guys, um, all my IRL friends. Um, I think it started in the beginning of quarantine and we're like, you know, um, let's just kind of play, see how it is. I think two or three guys had any competitive knowledge, um, like CDL knowledge going into it. And like, I didn't have any, I didn't watch a CDL until, after this whole thing started, I really like dug deep into it when cold war started. Um, so it's kind of evolved a little bit from there. Modern warfare. I'm kind of just like talking yeah. like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't, I'm also like, you know, we got six viewers, mostly all guys in the league where as um, our last season of cold war, we had seven teams of four. So quick math, 28 guys, like over three iterations of the league. Um, and like I said, I've, I've, dug into cold war a little bit. I watched, you know, some of the podcasters, um, you know, I'm a big fan of, um, study, you know, obviously like Merck and Maven, those guys are amazing. Um, yeah. and just kind of like seeing how the ebbs and the flows of the games and, and learning map knowledge spawns, like all that stuff. It actually, you know, it takes a while. It takes a lot of dedication. Um, but just being able to provide that insight and then also just like, the funny commentary and the, and the yeah. back and forth is, is fun, especially like trying to get multiple guys in the booth is really big. Like I've had, you know, Don's helped me out. Um, Blakey bags, um, Bobby, um, Dr. Vodka, you know, a bunch of these guys who are like, yeah, I want to hop in the booth. Like some of them don't have as much, you know, experience with the competitive game, but you know, their insight and their color commentary is amazing. And it's just like, it's a fun way to, you know, get people involved. Um, so that's kind of with the podcasting, it's, it's been an evolution, um, little peek behind the curtain. I've been thinking about, you know, not playing as much and maybe just making that role of commish more, you know, the full time so I can focus on that, um, and just give everyone like the best experience, whether it's the players, the viewers, everything. Um, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens with, with Vanguard. I'm going to have to learn a whole new game. I'm not exactly, uh, 
a gamer at <laughs> yeah. heart. So it's going to take me a little while to figure that stuff out, but um, yeah, it's fun to, to let guys, you know, go look back and, and kind of have that perspective from the podcast review rather than just going back and watching themselves, their own gameplay and stuff like that. Totally. <laughs> Love that. Well, visual cue. <laughs> awesome. So uh, one thing you talked about is uh, anybody can compete uh, different like skill levels, things like that. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you ensure that the teams are pretty evenly matched uh, going into a season? So, and I think, yeah, it really goes to talk about like the competitiveness. And I think all the games that I've seen, they've been fun to watch because they are evenly matched for the most part. Yeah. So um, I'll kind of take it back a little bit um, to when we first started, right. It was, I had a pretty intimate knowledge of, you know, all the guys playing because it was all my IRLs. Um, So like I knew, like, for example, McNasty pointed him out, um, Don, absolutely. Like he's a demon. He's very, very good at uh, competitive Call of Duty. Um, and I know that Lasagna Tom, um, like, knows the game. He might not be, you know, as cracked with the shot as Don is, but, like, knows the game really well. Um, and then another – a couple other guys that I knew, like, okay, those would be our captains. Um, we kind of mix it up from there. Um, going into the first season of Cold War, we kind of did the same thing. Um but going into the third season where we, we took on newcomers of all sorts, <clears throat> it was, you know, McNasty joined Coltrane, um, Dr. Vodka, like all these guys that, that joined and like Robo, you joined. Um, like it's very difficult for me to know intimately how these guys are at the game. Um, so what we do is we host scrims. Um, mandatory scrims early in the season last season. I think it was two. We're going to try to bump it up to three um, just to get as much knowledge as we can about teams and players Um, in order to, in the past we've had captains Um, last season, we had tiers. So you had to pick a player from tier one. You had to pick a player from tier two and tier three. So you couldn't, um, you know, Cole couldn't pick um, McNasty, um, you know, myself and um, like Don, for example, you, you know, you couldn't have those three guys because that's just going to, it's going to be incredibly lopsided. And like, that's what, you know, the fun of it is and is being able for every team to have some sort of com- competition. I mean, my team did go winless. Um, <laughs> that was, that was a rough look as a commissioner, but um your attention yeah. is in other places. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's busy growing, yeah. growing the league. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what we do. Scrims at the beginning, try to get some, um, some captains. Also another thing that goes into captains, like having good communication. Like if you can get all your guys there, like it's, that's a difficult part of it. Um, scheduling like pretty hard, but once we can kind of get a, a feel on how people are, you know, boots on the ground when they get in the game we can kind of mix and match there um another thing that we're trying to do before the season starts for the competitive season is run like a couple tournaments um with some buy-ins and let people make their own teams because obviously people want to play 
with their friends. Um, and so like, you might not necessarily like kind of like DBH, our friend DBH was on a team that he didn't know anyone. Right. And so I want to give that opportunity to play with your friends, um, play competitive, you know, make your quote unquote super teams. But then when it comes down to, for the league, you know, you might play with some new guys, but it's going to be a lot of, you know, competitive balance across the board. Awesome. Yeah. Cause that's definitely the biggest thing, making sure that everyone's on a fair playing field. And those, those super teams, like, like the all-star game was a good example. Like the, those super teams can form up and those players that are all really good have that chance to, you know, play with one another. But at the same time during like, I guess you could say the regular season, it is important to make sure that it is, you know, even you don't want one team just mopping the floor with everyone. Cause then that leaves incent- less incentive for everyone else to, you know, play in it and be able to partake. Yeah. I think as like the league grows too, um, people are going to, you know, know more people be more comfortable with picking guys. Like you kind of saw with um, your team, McNasty, like Cole, like a lot of those guys, nobody really knew. So um, they picked their friends and they kind of end up with their friends, but like, as they get to know, like, oh, okay, McNasty can shoot, like, <laughs> let's get mm-hmm. that guy on my team. Um, you might end up with, you know, a different squad the next season. Um, and that's kind of like where I'm excited about adding more people and then having more people that are kind of like pillars of the league where they're there, you know, every season. Um, and we can kind of mix it up. You can be like, you played with Cole last season, then you and Cole can play against each other and kind of match up uh, in a new season. Um, good luck with that, by the way, if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> That adds like great storylines though, you know, just like in any NFL, NBA, MLB season that what you want out of it is storyline. So next season we might have McNasty versus Cole, you know, and then that rivalry forms once teammates now enemies and you're, it's just cool to see every, like a different approach to everything because it adds so much more like fun for the viewer and the competitors as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, I, like I mean, that. a huge example of that is um, Lasagna, Tom, and Don. They were on the same team two years in a row or two seasons in a row. Um, and then, you know, Lasagna, Tom was tapped as a captain this year. The first time that they went up against each other, they went to the finals the first two years, lost both times um, <laughs> in heartbreaking fashion, might I say, the second time. But, you know, it was the first time they got to face off and they played three full seasons. Um, and they were like, obviously, they're both captains are both really good players. So it's just fun to see them kind of match up against each other and, and see what they can do knowing each other's game, kind of knowing how each other play. Um, and like you said, it just leads to different storylines. So I'm excited to kind of see the shuffle up this year, who plays against who um, and, you know, who can kind of come out on top in some of those natural rivalries. Hey, if somebody wants to join the Wash gaming league or, or get a part of it, like what, what's it, what is that like? Is it, I mean, I know you're welcoming all, but like, where would, where do we go to sign up for that? Yeah. So if you have any interest in Wash Game League, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know if it's for me, like whatever. Um, Obviously our Twitter is like our biggest source of just like conversations and new people. Um, Our Twitter is just Wash underscore gaming. Um, And then we have the discord. So we plug the discord a lot where, you know, everybody is in there. Um, the link is right in our bio on, on Twitter. You can kind of get in there. You can see when scrims are, are happening, when tournaments are running. Um, and that's like the biggest way is, is I'm trying to build the discord. Right. So in the beginning when it was all, all IRLs, it's just like a group message, like 
these are this is when we're playing whatever um and when you bring in a big group of people discord's been huge to like you know start a conversation you know have the trash talk do all that stuff um and just get as many people involved as possible so first line of defense is obviously you want to go to wash gaming on twitter wash underscore gaming hit us with a dm like i'll answer you real quick i got my phone in my hand all the time um and yeah and we'll get the ball rolling with that so like the more the merrier i'd love to you know get to a point where we have you know 10 teams two divisions of five like even bigger than that um and just like like i said welcoming newcomers there's going to be hiccups along the way there's going to be some you know players who might not be put in the right division or whatever but like everyone's gonna have fun it's gonna be a great time you're gonna be able to compete um i kind of like talk about it like it's a beer league softball like you're gonna show up crack a few jokes you know try to shoot straight see what you can do it's awesome i love that (laughs) so i know you want it to be like uh like you know like an amateur scene do you see it growing bigger than it is like into something that can be like really cool or like you know where it blows up where i was like oh wash gaming league and then like on thursday nights you know that someone's playing a game would that be something that like you'd want it because i know you want it more local but the thought of that and then being enticing because a lot of people love competition a lot of people love the cdl but uh it's it's getting interesting with how the cdl seems being run right now yeah i would say that um kind of similar to what Himikane said last week, man, like if you're focused on like blowing up or whatever, like number one, it's not going to happen. Number two, you might get disappointed when it doesn't happen. Um, so my real goal is like making it the most fun for the people that are doing it. And I think that that naturally is going to help grow it, get more people involved. Um, but I mean, for myself, like in my personal life, like I work, uh, I work for a not-for-profit. I work weird hours. You know, I work weekends um, where I don't have the time to devote 20, 30 hours a week to wash gaming. Yeah. Um, and obviously more than welcome for people that want to get involved and kind of lighten the load for me. But like my main goal is just getting people to have fun, tell their friends about it. Like if you're enjoying it, bring in some friends like and make it, you know, the more the merrier. But like Himmy said, like if you're clout chasing, if you're, you know, trying to blow up, you're doing all that stuff. Like, it's just, it's not going to work. It's also not going to be fun. Like streaming is supposed to be fun. Like at the heart of it, you're playing video games or whatever you're playing, like video games, just chatting, talk about fantasy football, doing bets, like shout out, kill Kenny. He does an amazing job with his stuff. Like any, anything that you're doing, like if you're not having fun with it in this space, I think, Number one, it's very easy to see when people are disingenuous. And number two, like, it's just, there's no, you're not going to be able to grow it because you're going to resent every time, you know, you log on. So every time I log on, like, yeah, I get tired of, of whatever, but like every time I log on to cast a game, I'm like, I'm excited to see what's going to happen just as much as the viewer is. Um, So like, I'm just trying to focus on the here and now, um, get as many people involved, having fun. I think one of the big things for us that, doesn't that I don't talk about enough. Um, and I should is like any sub money we get, like we got, we hit affiliate pretty fast. Any sub money we get any bits, any, all of that stuff. Like I don't take a cent of that. That goes straight to the league. Like when I get my Twitch payout, like 
whatever season we're in, like it goes right into the prize pool for, for the players, whether we're doing like a tournament, um, McNasty, I know that you and I talked about a war zone tournament the other day, like yeah. whatever we're doing, like, it's really not about the money for me at all. Like it's, I want people to, I want to, you know, juice the pot for other people. Like, I don't care if, um, you know, we're selling t-shirts, like that money's going to go back into the league. Um, I'm not trying to be a millionaire off this, like, like shout out Robo. I got my, my stream shirts. Like when that happens, like, obviously I want that for the guys and, and I'm excited that they, you know, enjoy the product, but like, I don't, I don't care about the money I make off that. Like it doesn't, doesn't matter to me. You know, I just want people to have fun, um, give back. So like, that's one thing that I, I don't pressure people to sub. I don't like say anything about that, but just knowing that their sub is going right back into the league and right back into the player pool and going to the players is something that I think gets overlooked a lot with wash gaming that I kind of wanted to highlight, um, with you guys, because like people are, you know, like whether we have five subs or 500, like no matter what, it's going right back in the player pool and, and just kind of juicing that, that for the other guys and the guys in the league. Yeah. That's a, that's a nice thing that you do that. Cause you know, that really shows that, you know, you care for them and you, as much as you want it to succeed and grow, you know, you, you hope that they want the same thing as well. Right. And like, if we somehow, some way, like get up to a spot where we got a thousand subs and I'm doing like 30, 40 hours of work a week on this, like <laughs> there might be a point where I need to, you yeah. know, take some that that yeah. money and, and reinvest it. Like, you know, camera, like pay for some overlays, like um, whatever that, but like, I don't see any of it going in my pocket unless like, Unless all of a sudden I'm rivaling the CDL, then maybe we, you know, bring in some shareholders and uh, do some, you know, seed funding and stuff like that. But, yeah. um, you know, I just want to be the best for everyone in the league. That's awesome. I love that. I love that answer. I love that answer. That's a very good answer. <laughs> all right, Jake. We need four more clips so you can have seven clips to post to TikTok one a day. Hey, that Jake. You're the clip machine. Clip machine. <laughs> Crank like them out. That. Crank them out, boys. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> Nick, what have been the biggest challenges in, like, building Wash Gaming and being the commissioner? What's, like, the biggest thing that you've had to, like, overcome to create a player-friendly league? Yeah, so I think that um, some of the biggest things are, like, obviously getting your name out there. Like, social is very hard. Um, and that's why like I focus on it, but it's more like, you know, people come, um, based off of word of mouth. Um, and the other thing is just like scheduling super difficult, right? Like people have lives, especially like we all started gaming, you know, during quarantine and people are like, okay, like I'm working from home, but like, yeah, you're, are you? I'm free every night, (laughs) every night. I'm free time to do it. Um, but now that, you know, people are, and we also toy with like the seasons, right? Like we just experimented with this last season doing in the summer, probably not going to do it in the summer again. Right. It'll probably do like a winter spring season, something like that. Um, people are out and about in the summer, enjoying their time. And I, I don't want to be something, I want it to be something that people look forward to, um, rather than being like, yo, I can't like go to this concert on a Tuesday night. I got to go play video games with the nerd friends. Um, 
it's like, it's gotta be something where people are excited about it. Um, so I think scheduling is very difficult. Also like where you bring in those people that don't know each other. Um, yeah. for example, like I try to get every single person's or at least most of the people's phone numbers and connect them, but it's difficult when you got 28 guys and you got to connect seven different teams. Uh, and that's where I think discord can be super useful as well. Like people can kind of branch out, you know, make a discord for their team and do whatever. Um, so, you know, scheduling, connecting people is very difficult. Um, and just for the fun experience, like our buy-in each year, we do a small buy-in, like in addition to the money that we get subwise, like we do, I think this year was a $10 buy-in. Um, so like, it's not huge money because, in our experience, like when you, when you get those huge money things, like say it's a $50, $100 buy-in where like the winner of the league is going home with 2k, like that's where, um, you see people who, you know, take it too seriously, um, make it not fun for other people. Um, just enough money cheaters. to keep it fun. Right. Right. Add a, exactly. add a little something into, yeah. okay, there's an incentive to do this, but I don't, I don't have to like sweat my ass off <laughs> over every miles. single yeah. game. Yeah. N- dropping like CDL AK 74, you like just run around doing comms, like a psychopath. Like you don't got to do all that. No, exactly. And like, like, I mean, you see it with the war zone scene now, kind of, you see it sometimes with, with apex, not as much. Um, but like you see people pop up who are clearly cheating and stuff like that. And like, a huge way to avoid that is like a cheater is not going to come play for, you no, know, no, they're not going to take time yeah. every week to be like, yeah. Oh, I got to win my hundred dollars. Let me go. <laughs> That's just I, a waste of time for them. Yeah. I mean, the second season we had literally an 11 week regular season, yeah. like $10 buy-in for 11 week regular season. Like you're not doing that unless you're having fun doing it every week. You're not doing that being like, dude, I'm getting rich. Like <laughs> yeah. call up scump get me on optic. Like this is my next thing. Um, that's, that's a big thing. Like keeping it fun for people is keeping that payout low. Um, and like the last thing I think is just like kind of monitoring the, you know, the chatter. Right. And I think that more as we go, when people are more matched up, like with people that they don't know, they can kind of make friends and and it can be more, um, friendly competitive. But when you're going up against people, you don't know, you like people kind of get, a little loose sometimes where they're like, you know, I'll say some things that I wouldn't say to a friend, to somebody else. Um, and I try to mitigate that as much. Like <laughs> you'll yeah. see in some of the streams, I'll put us in emote only because like, I'm all about, like, I talk shit to my friends as much as I can. Um, but there's a line and I think people have to learn that line. And I think like, as the league grows and more people like know who I am and what I'm about and what our league is about, like um, mitigating the, you know, talking crap is it's it's an interesting like i don't want to censor people because i think like a lot of times it's it's good for the league to have those rivalries but finding that line is is difficult sometimes where people will say something i'm like that's not my vibe um yeah. you can like disagree with it and whatever but like and i'll be all like i want people to have fun you know we've we've grown every year we went from um four teams to three to you know i think we had like four teams of four and then seven teams of four. So like, obviously people are having fun and we want to keep it that way. Yeah. I think a lot of people want to join too. Cause I know at least when I was streaming it, you know, a ton of people 
ton of people were asking me like yo like how do i get in it what do i do like i don't yeah. know boys uh there's a couple other people i forgot i forgot who it was but they were all asking about it too and it's just cool like just having that where you can have you could just stream it you can create something and then people slowly start getting into it more and more and taking interest in it because you're doing such a good job with it because you do do a really good job with it and i can only imagine how hard it is to run something like that because you know with all our scheduling conflicts i know at least in my team i work weird hours compared to everyone else so it was like impossible for me to meet up with some people sometimes so i i can only imagine what goes on the back end do you do you have like any like admins or people that help you yeah so um i have a few like irls and like friends of irls that we've brought in and like like my big my biggest like guys that have helped me out and just like scheduling, bouncing ideas off each other, because like I can have all the ideas in the world and think how, you know, Oh, if I do this, like the, le- the league is going to be perfect. If we do this, um, that's not the case. Like you need, you can't, you know, live inside your own bubble. You need other people's opinions, find out what's best. Um, you know, we have a group chat where we've voted on many of things and some of the things haven't gone the way that I expected. Um, but I don't like, I don't get upset about that. So like, for example, like Lasagna Tom, Lyle, um, some of the guys that um, Don, like guys that have taken interest in the league and have just wanted to make it better. Um, they're like pseudo admins for me where they they help me out as much as possible with making decisions, um, and doing stuff like that. Um, and just like making it fun for everybody. Right. And that's so those guys have been just crucial to our success. Um and also like some of the biggest, like they're in the chat They're That's really important. Like somebody comes in the chat and if I'm casting, I can't always like be on top of it, but like Lasani Tom's in there talking, you know, like yeah. the BOGO boys are in there like chatting people up and like all that stuff. KT, like KT's, KT's basically like a mod for our channel where people come in, like he drops a discord and I'm like, that's my guy, right? Like he's, he's doing work that I haven't asked him to do that, but he just, he loves the league and, and has taken that on himself and that's where that's huge um but yeah like we have like a little leadership committee and we're looking to kind of expand that moving forward so like if you're somebody who has found yourself in the league or um i've talked to blake andrew a bunch where he has ideas that um he wants to help implement for the next season to just make it as good as possible like ultimately like if i feel super strongly about something like it'll go that way but I feel like I'm a person that's super open where I can be like, these are some good ideas from other people that I never thought of. Um, and I don't have an ego where I'm like, dude, like that's stupid. I'm not doing that. Like, yeah. Like, no, you're, you're open to ideas. You're not like, no, this is mine. This is how we're doing it. Like, yeah. You're willing yeah. to take criticism, which is good. Right. And I, I think like, especially like lasagna, Tom GT, he um, proposed like in this, we're going to try this out for next season is, you know, making a specific date. Um, each week before you even sign up, like, you know, like, okay, we typically play Wednesday at eight um, Eastern, for example, that's just a time I'm throwing out. And so like drill it into people's heads. Like if you're not going to be available Wednesday at eight, or at least try to be available Wednesday at eight, um, like it's not going to work. Like, you know what I mean? Um, And obviously there's exceptions that people have stuff that comes up. Like, like you said, you have kind of a crazy schedule sometimes. but those are ideas that I didn't really think of or like right off the rip, I was like, ah, I don't know if that's going to work. 
Um, but like, I'll try anything once. I don't care. Like I've had some, I've had some weird sushi. Um, <laughs> I've, I've eaten, you know, uh, some weird, weird stuff in my life. So I kind of take that, you know, across the board in my life. I'll try out anything once. So all, so all the suggestions, the more the merrier. That is 100% what you should do. Yeah, I agree. Like 110%. I, running, uh, I ran my college paintball team for like a couple of years. And we had a way easier time getting people to show up, just saying it's the first Thursday of the month, this time, this room. Mm-hmm. If you can't come, okay. But if you got to kind of like throw it out there, like every month, people are like hard to commit, but if make it to where it's something you can schedule around and people can expect that time to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that idea. helps a lot for streaming, right? Like, um, Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, another thing that like I've seen, I've watched Himmy a bunch when I like, especially I haven't watched, you know, I've been watching Twitch as much lately just because kind of in between the seasons, I'm kind of just getting my reprieve from video games. Um, but like one of the biggest things Himmy said in his stream, and I don't think he even said it to me directly, but he's just like, a beacon of knowledge for that stuff is like if you stream on a regular basis at a certain time, like every week, people know to expect you at that time. People show up at that time and you'll see like viewership grow, which like I said, like I want it to grow. Um, it's not my absolute main focus, but consistent schedule, I think just makes it easy for everyone. Like I used to train dogs. Um, <laughs> and the biggest thing that I tell people uh, about training dogs. It's very similar to training humans. People love schedule, right? So yeah. if you can be like eight o'clock Eastern, like there's always a wash gaming game, then, you know, people will tune in, people will show up for their game. Um, so dogs and humans, uh, pretty similar. Time for a treat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Ring the bell, little Pavlov's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think that is a, a very good way to go about it. Cause then you can do it kind of like, um, at that point it just becomes like a tv episode right like you just know that every thursday there's going to be a game on or every time there's every say you got enough teams where you can do monday through friday 6 30 you know there's going to be a game you know someone's going to be there someone's going to be playing someone's going to be doing something so that gives people incentive to you know at least even like check in and like watch and see like oh okay well they're playing today so let's go let's go see who's playing and who's doing what so uh vanguard i think vanguard comes out around what is it november 5th is that the date yeah, yeah. i think it was yeah, like, it's, like it's, almost, it's almost out two weeks ish yeah. yeah we're pretty close so what what week what day do you have an idea that the new season is going to start you're going to give a couple weeks to get everybody fresh or are you going to jump right in yeah so i think that um what we're going to do um, what the plan is, um, I kind of plan about around like people's real lives. Right. So like Thanksgiving, Christmas holidays, like Hanukkah, like all that stuff is like crazy time, like would just be not a great time for starting it up. So I think that we'll run a few tournaments. I re- I'm excited to see like what the rank system is in Vanguard. Like if it comes out and it has no rank system, no like CDL playlist, like we kind of have to see, I, I model, our like band item list based off the CDL, we get a little bit, um, you can play with a little bit um, more guns, like less GAs than they have. Um, but if they come out, we'll see like how they're running, um, what guns are banned and stuff like that and kind of run some tournaments with those rules. So we'll probably do, probably do like an S and D tournament, maybe like 
um, a full CDL, like hard point, whatever the third game mode is in S and D like two tournaments, some scrims. And then I think we'll hit it hard. Um, the actual league will start in like January, but there's going to be plenty of stuff to do. Um, once Vanguard drops until the new year, um, whether it's, you know, one-off tournaments or scrims, um, and all that stuff. So like, I aim for like a mid January start to the season, but we're really, once the game drops, um, we'll see what happens with, you know, the competitive rule set and then go from there. Um, so like people that are trying to get their S and D fixed and stuff like that. Like I watch a lot of those, you know, S and D wagers and they're super fun. I was just floating out to the guys in the, uh, in like the leadership committee yesterday, like starting to do some, when the game drops, like some two V two, like wagers on stream to kind of just get people interested in it. Um, not take it too seriously, just like talk about the league and, and get eyes on it. Because, um, like I said, like the last, you know, month or two have been my reprieve from streaming. Um, I think I've streamed like a few times over the last two months. Um, so it's, I'm really excited to see what the game looks like. I, like I said, Cold War was kind of my intro to competitive Call of Duty. So I'm very excited to see what's going to happen with Vanguard because I've never played a competitive World War II game. Um, and like going into, I know kind of dovetailing into like my background with gaming, like I didn't play video games in college. Um, so I, I played like COD growing up as a kid. Um, but a lot of people have those memories of like running GBs and like, doing like all the competitive stuff back when they were you know in high school and college and stuff and that was something that like sports was kind of my life um so I was doing sports year-round in high school I didn't really ever you know I'd play Call of Duty like once a week with my friends maybe like we did like a couple like land parties play some cod you know split screen stuff like that you mean to tell me did real person things ew yeah. What a nerd. Did oh, imagine gross. not playing college. <laughs> wow. This guy runs the league? He's you never, had an, you never had an X-Rocker chair with a subwoofer just like thumping in your back. Wait, was that like the, yeah, the, the one the, that rocked yeah, back yeah, and forth? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I had that. Dang, right. And the, the subwoofer right in the back. Yep. So you like it, feel and it action. broke within like the first two weeks no matter what. Yeah, yeah. they, like, they no redid those arms, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I will say I had one of those, but like people talk about like their competitive time playing like uplink on like, I don't like if you said uplink to me, I'd be like, that's a that's a game mode. Couldn't tell you what game it was. Yeah. Um, so that's like another reason that um, some of the guys like Don and, and Lasagna Tom and those guys are so crucial because like they have that background knowledge of all those games. Like I have it's so funny. I have sitting in front of me. I literally have World War Two. And Black Ops uh, Three, um, I don't think I played them. I don't. I never played like, a Blackout game. I, Black I have games. them. <laughs> I, I don't know if too, I played yeah. them. World so, War Two was fun. I, I I think I remember a little bit of World War Two, but like, um, but like gaming has kind of been a recent passion for me. Like I started, I worked a desk job. Um, right after co- or like right after college, I started working at like a boring desk job where during my 15 minute break in the morning, my 15 minute break in the afternoon. And during the lunch, I would watch Tim, the tap man or Nick Merckx and like in the break room with all, like I worked with a bunch of older people and I'm like, if anyone sees what I'm doing, they're going to be like, what the hell is this kid? Like, <laughs> you know, you be this weirdo. You'd yeah. be surprised. I've served in like the last like two months I've served a couple people at, at uh, Red Robin 
And I walk up, and this dude's just watching a Twitch stream, and he's watching a Warzone streamer. And I go, I go, are you watching a stream right now? He goes, yeah. He goes, it's my favorite streamer. I love him. I go, I never thought I'd hear those words ever in my life in the middle of dinner. This guy just went off for a <laughs> meal by himself and started chilling. And then awesome. on the check, you're just right, like, twitch.tv yeah, slash yeah, big yeah, nasty yeah. sandwich hey yo get talking follow <laughs> yeah. yeah like no, five dollars off your bill maybe a yeah. little sub what do you think yeah it's just it's just crazy to like see like all the all esports in general and gaming in general is blossoming into such a huge space that is you know it's going to be monumental in my opinion um like i think it was in dubai they built a huge millions and hundreds of millions of dollars esports arena an esports mm-hmm. arena which is crazy i know the nba is more open to it but you see a lot of uh nba ex-players like rick fox mm-hmm. you know he's got a team there's a couple players investing in teams like yeah, that, was fox. In ball- that was in ballers right that was a storyline and ball i don't know about rick ballers, fox is gonna make more money yeah. on esports than he ever made in the nba and that's just like a fact right yeah. like he was so early on it that like and his team's yeah. not bad they're not a bad team i i used to i, I at least used to watch their league team when i played a ton of league mm-hmm. and it's just crazy because you know you get all these people that you know they are they are older they're they're boomers <laughs> but they're open they they can see it's just, at that point it's just a good business sign yeah because you can see how how well it's doing like look at merch and tim and lupo and look at the money jerry jones yeah. i mean jerry, jerry jones was letting tim play in the stadium the other day yeah yep. he's playing on like the whatever hundreds of feet jumbotron yeah. and this dude's playing with zeke getting dubs yeah with fireworks and pyro in the background like <laughs> how cool is that that is the coolest thing and like think of that from tim's perspective like could you imagine doing that oh, i don't think i could when he was like starting out, that would have been like beyond the biggest dream that he had. His yeah. biggest dream would probably oh, you be wouldn't like, even think of if that. I could buy a house. Yeah, it, that would be like beyond the realm of possibility. Yeah, but that's I mean, his reality. And that's he's, well, he's he was in a Super Bowl commercial. What would last year? Take it to the house, kid. Take yeah, it to the house, house, kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, he's so good. Courage it's, it's, is in like a commercial with a bunch of NBA players. Like yeah. Nick was in the uh, NFL commercial. Like Nick was on the uh, cover of Sports Illustrated. Yep. Yeah. What, was it like <laughs> all, him all, and... all phase was? Yeah, oh my god, it's so insane. Um, so it's just like exciting to, like, like I'm one of those guys that never really tapped into that stuff until now. Like everyone talks about how Twitch used to be like Justin TV, yeah. um, and I'm like, I know, like I started watching Twitch when it was, you know, the Fortnite boom. Yeah. Um, and like playing like and I mean the greatest feeling in the history of the world is getting your first solo win in Fortnite. Like oh, 100%. there's yeah. there's no I have one. That's all right. I, you have it though. I yeah, got you one. got it, you got it. It's like I got grabbing one the and I was crown. like, All right, I'm off the scene. Like I, I yeah. don't need any more here. But like that, like I think that was a big thing that um athletes and, and people like started playing so like Fortnite has just been monumental um i know there's been like it's been a, it was a little niche like before that where like you see like old lands for cod old lands for like yeah. league like stuff like that but like it's just tapping the surface of like what it can become like they're gonna sell out and covid kind of like dampened this a little bit because it, it put a lot of tournaments on online which you know players hate and stuff like that but yeah. like they're gonna be selling out like stadiums hundred thousand seat uh, yeah. stadium yeah 
no doubt. Oh, like yeah. for yeah. and for plenty of games, like you know, Valorant's blowing up. Like Fortnite, as Valorant's much as people say, you know, dead game. Like Fortnite still, it, it still pulls. Yeah, it's pulling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like League is huge. Over, I mean, Overwatch is insane. So, um, all that stuff. I think that a lot of people, you know, poo poo it, and they're like, you know, why are you watching? other people play video. I, that's my favorite question. Why are you watching other people play video games coming from guys who like live and breathe by, you know, the Philadelphia 76ers. It's like, why are you watching people play, like play basketball, shoot jumpers. You want to know what my favorite, like comeback to that is. Um, some dude made fun of me on Reddit one day or something. And I was, I was just like in a mood. So I go, he goes, he, he he said, you probably watch people play on Twitch all the time, blah, blah, blah. And he's talking on a Warzone thread. I go, yeah. I go, do you play fantasy football? He goes, yeah. I go, oh, cool. You're just playing Dungeons and Dragons, but with sports. <laughs> I was like, nice. Uh, I was like, I it's, it. the, it's the same thing. It is. It literally literally, is. It, it's literally the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Actually, I, you have less control in fantasy football. Yes, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> be like, Magic missile. <laughs> Yeah. LeBron, LeBron for three. Yeah, you can't call the place. <laughs> roll get that D twenty rolling, baby. Imagine. Oh my god. I mean, not to like, you know, dovetail again, but that like football league that was you could like vote on the plays and stuff like that. I remember like, that. I remember crazy, that. Dude. I think like, cool. do it. Did do they? I, I know that um like Barstool, like Big Cat and PFT were. In on it a little bit, I think, um, like promoting yeah. it, but like it used to be stuff I like think that. It's a, I think yeah. now it's like a six v six arena kind of deal. So crazy, if I remember. Yeah, but this thing he has stuff like that. I was like, that's that's wild. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I would say is for anyone listening that hasn't started, gotten into Twitch or anything, what Nick was saying earlier, it's like all these people are talking about back then when it was just on TV, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It is not, it's not even close to too late to even get into that stuff. So don't let anything like that hold you back. It's just, it's just the beginning. Yeah. Like it's like Nick, I mean, you didn't, you didn't even, you weren't watching Twitch until quarantine Fortnite days, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, don't let anything like that hold you back. If you're worried that you don't know anything or you're, you're just learning, just, just take the jump. It's trust me. It's a lot of fun. Also, yeah. like when you go into people's streams, like there are very few times where I've gone to like, sometimes I just search like on a game, I'll just look at somebody's stream and I'll just kind of pick it out of nowhere um, and just go see what they're all about. And nine times out of 10, the people are incredibly welcoming. Like I wa- I've gotten into watching a little bit more Valorant lately and just like asking questions to whoever I'm watching. And like um, people are just they just want to, you know, entertain people and talk. And, and I think that that's a, a big value that Twitch brings where it's like, you can interact and you can learn about whatever you want to learn about. Um, and then like, eventually, like it took me, I wanted to, I wanted to stream for so long where I was like, because I, I wanted a place where I could, you know, clip my Fortnite wins with my friends and send them in our group chat and be like, this was so cool. Yeah, um, and I like, yeah. And like, look what it's turned into. I mean, like, like you guys, say like we're you know we're small streamers but like we provide a place where people can meet enjoy themselves like have fun like and and that's really the you know the number one thing that matters so um just being a welcoming place is something that is super important to us i think uh i think the coolest thing about twitch is watching 
you know, like all the communities slowly just come together and start meshing. Like, so I met a ton of people through Rags, right? Mm-hmm. Like an absolute absurd amount of people that I, you know, I'm very grateful to met. But mm-hmm. then people... everyone on this call, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. 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 But like, so you start, you start, I started my thing, right? And I started, people started coming there and doing that. And then I got with the Dream Boys and I mm-hmm. do all that with them. And then I'm watching people that I knew in my community, like go in their streams, talk to them, meet them, do all that stuff with them. Like I know for a fact, like 1K and Rebs play New World like nonstop. They love the game, right? Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that 1K did not know Rebs outside of, you know, like yeah. meeting me and then going from there and then taking the steps. It's just so cool watching just everyone find you know, that thing they want to be a part of and the different communities and stuff like I'm not, it's not like, oh, I'm so great. No, it's, it's like for me, it's just like watching it happen. And you're just like, you know, like what's the butterfly effect to like, you know, going to one person's stream? Like if I go to one person's stream, am I going to like play 2K with LeBron next? Like, <laughs> like, it's, yeah, just, I mean, it's well, just cool. That's, that's kind of yeah. what Himmy yeah. talked about last week, right? He like, you know, just like, friends of friends and like meeting people. And like, he said, he literally didn't know who wildcat was the first time he played with them and just like networking that way. And it's like, and I think that what, um, you know, McNasty is something that you M rags, like, um, I haven't spent as much time in like rebs or like, like Scoob stream or like those guys. Um, just cause you know, I have so many people that I watch and want to keep up with, but yeah. like one thing that like, none of you guys have an ego where like, you could be, you could have a hundred people and then you, you'll be like shouting out like, oh, like, um, you know, Jake is streaming right now. Go check out his stream. Like, you don't care if you go from a hundred down to, you know, 60 because 40 people go hop over there. It's just like, it's a cool little community thing. And I think that all comes back to like, if you're, if you're in it for the right reasons, like absolutely people yeah. will flourish and in, in all, That's, you know, uh, high uh, rising tides, you know, raises all ships type thing. That's the way you got to do it. You, I see so many people get so upset with, you know, oh, so-and-so is doing better than me. They have more viewers than me. And like, you should be happy. That's your, yeah. that's your friend. I know everyone's like, Twitch is a competition, which, which it is. It's finding out who's could be most iterative and, you know, find a cool new thing, the cool new trend or X, Y, and Z. But at the same time, you know, we're on a Twitch scale. Most of us are nothing. So why wouldn't you want to see your fellow streamers, the at least the people that you associate with, you know, do well, have all those viewers. Like a good example for me is like Julie. Julie played in the Boom tournament today and she got invited to that. She's in uh, Swisham's uh, 10K tourney that she got invited to. And it's just so cool because I know that she's competitive. And I know that she wants to do those things. And like seeing all these people like reach out to her like you know invite her to do tourney she has like five like coming up mm-hmm. and it's just so cool because i know that she wants that so seeing that happen seeing her numbers go up and all that stuff it's just like you worked hard for this and you know what you deserve it i'm, I'm very happy that's happening to you yeah i mean and like for example like i know we, we keep bringing, bringing it back to mrags but like like when he got hired at barstool like it was just like I was so happy for him. Like, oh, we all were. Yeah, that was cool. Insane. Like, like it was just something that 
you know, when you see someone working so hard, um, doing all the right things and just being a good person, like I was just ecstatic for him. Um, ecstatic, you know, for like, like everybody, like, like, especially like I brought it back to Skullface. Like I've been in Skullface's chat, I don't know, 20, 30 times, maybe like my whole life, but like seeing him win these big tournaments now, like that's my I boy. Just, I'm just happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, I like, know that guy. I'm just happy for him. I'm just like, it's it's sick. And like, you. It's it, like, uh, it's like when Goku does the spirit bomb and defeats yeah, like yeah, Frieza. Right? It's like I was part of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like even like, it's just cool to see like you know your friends doing things that they love to do. Um, and that's another thing with like branching out to all the different communities. Like sometimes I feel bad where I'm like, okay, like I haven't stop by like you know i haven't stopped by whoever's stream in a little while like i gotta pop in there like i hope they're not like you know upset with me because i haven't like seen a while and i think that that's like a good test of like who that's your good. friends really are because like yeah. if you pop back in and someone's like yo like what's up like haven't seen you in a while this is awesome like how you doing give me an update versus like other people they're like oh hey or like they ignore your message because like you haven't been there in a while it's like dude who like who cares if, as, if it's your friend, you're going to be happy to see them all the time. So. Absolutely. All right, boys, ready for segments? Let's do it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Our first segment is Hall of Fame. Bum, bum, bum. I'm assuming by Nick's look that the voice uh, changer worked. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. We are actually rolling in uh, Hall of Fame, which is every week we have a different topic, and we ask you for what one first ballot pick would be for the Hall of Fame of the category. Mm-hmm. This week, we're actually going to roll it into McNasty Food Takes. Oh, and our Hall McNasty of Fame... McNasty Food Takes is the absolute worst takes of all time. I love you, Ryan, more terrible. than anything in the entire world. It, it... It's the popular but, thing to hate my food. Taste. I get it. <laughs> you and all of Twitter so, can go sit there and. Rah, 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 rah. So it's spooky season, boys. What is your first round pick, first ballot Hall of Fame Halloween candy? As the guest, Nick, you get a uh, first pick. Oh, man. Okay. So I'm going to say something super controversial. And this oh, is this is gonna see. get we'll weight see. off my shoulders. This is why we this is why we do it. <laughs> so this is gonna get me hate um, from a lot of people, um, including my you know my own girlfriend. Um, also, McNasty's girlfriend hates this take, which I've said it in her stream before. <laughs> um, I think Halloween is the worst holiday of literally all time. Wow. Um, and I don't think wow. it's close. Wow. I think it's incredibly Hold on. Hold on. bad. Jeez. All right. I'm going to let you explain, and then I'm going to fuck you up with a counterpoint. <laughs> okay. I know what the real worst holiday of all time is. Go on. If Why you're going to say Flag Day, doesn't no. count. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Go on. Go I on. just – so Halloween is one of the best holidays until you hit 12 years old. Like, trick-or-treating is sick. There is no adult, like, holiday or Halloween celebration um, event – anything like that, that even remotely comes close 
to running up to somebody's door, ringing the bell and being like, you know, bombarded with Tootsie Rolls. Like there's nothing like that in adult life. Um, and by the look on your face, I could see that you're going to have a counterpoint. And it, if it's, I'll just, I'll prep you with this. I'm not a big drinker. Okay. I'm not a huge socializer. <laughs> That's <fair>. Okay. We've, <laughs> That's we've discovered where the disconnect may be. No. <laughs> I, every year, yeah, every year I in college, we have up. big Halloween parties. I was about yeah, to say, say yeah, where did you go to lit. school? <laughs> all right, all right, yeah, yeah. Ca- ca- Halloween in college okay, is all right, fun. There it is. I agree. Um, but, like, that's four years, man. Like, it's – it's For who? <laughs> Ten for yeah, some. Take a couple victory laps, yeah. Yeah. All right, whatever gets the job done. Sorry, so, I don't know if I already, like, degrees. Ju- jumped your counterpoint there, but I just – I hate Halloween. I hope that um, people are going to be shredding me on Twitter and I hope that doesn't prevent them from joining wash gaming. Cause you'll have a lot of yeah. fun. Um, just know that Halloween sucks and, but you know, teach their own. Give us a candy. Well, What's your favorite okay, candy? Man? Candy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just real quick. Hey, piece of candy. So, so my it's favorite good. candy um, is, I would say my favorite candy is warheads, but the best Halloween candy is when you get a full Snickers bar. Ooh. Full Snickers bar is like the best size? Halloween candy. Like yeah. the biggest ones you can the get. The big ones. The best Halloween candy. Um, and like if you knew how to do Halloween when you're a kid, like you hit your friends up and you're like, we're hitting that house first. We're gonna loop back around, hit that house last because we're getting double Snickers bars. Um, that's how I did it. Strategy, strategy. I, uh, I see your point. In college every year, we had Halloween parties. That was like the one big party we did every year. Mm-hmm. our house like we're talking like five keggers um good time even if you didn't drink you would have fun yeah uh but the real worst holiday ever is new year's eve and that's without it oh it's a very close second for me i don't disagree with you there i, I think new year's is the worst if you go out on new year's eve you will have a bad time no matter what you're you're burned out it's expensive it's cumbersome like you've never had a better new year's than you thought you were gonna have no matter how low your expectations yeah were. and then what if you have a bad new year's even like this is i'm gonna start my year it's gonna be shit you're just like right well oh, oh, my God, like, oh wow 2019 all over again let's go I, I, i've had we, pretty good new years i i have a new year's uh story but if you guys want to get through the the halloween candy first we can we can do that or i can do my new year's yeah, story do it we can circle back we can edit in high school, and this is why another reason I hate New Year's. Um, had a girlfriend in high school. Um, like everyone, you know, just whatever high school girlfriend type thing. Um, the worst New Year's of my life was spent chasing her around the snow um, because she was so drunk at a high school party that she didn't know how to get home. Um, so she decided to run laps around the house in knee deep snow. And I had to chase her around and Sounds terrible. again, also might be why I hate alcohol as well. Um, but it was another reason, you know, New Year's close second to Halloween for just the biggest trash holidays. That's fair. I mean, I mean, my, my thing is, uh, this is so sloppy new year's everyone just goes out and gets like reckless you know what i mean and it's just like i don't know i'm not a big party person 
like Becca loves going out and like doing stuff like that. But I could, if there was an option where I could just sit at home and just like chill and do nothing forever, I don't know if I'd leave my house. I yeah, just, I mean, the, I, the I'm so New Year's. I, I've I've done so much and put up with so much from so many other people. When it's like someone's belligerently drunk, I'm just like, yo, you're just mad annoying now. I'm like. <laughs> I was like, you're 28 years old? You're at 12. <laughs> like, come on, figure it out. To get the dude slumped over in the chair. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm just like, you know what that adults. sounds like? You know what that sounds like? A boomer? Sounds like Halloween parties. Uh, no, Halloween parties. <laughs> nah. no. Halloween's a the only difference time. is you're just slumped over as like Spider Man in the corner. Uh, yeah, so much cool. That's a lot cooler. Yeah, wait, what? No, that's awesome. That's like. <laughs> Tell me Spider-Man's drunk in the corner? Wait, where's he at? Let me see him. I may have made a point that goes against my own point, so that's not great. All right, so (laughs) to that point, we lived in this little, like, it was a three-bedroom house that they tried originally renting as a four-bedroom house. We had, like, three or four kegs, 150 people all in the backyard and in the house, and my roommate comes down to me, and he's like, listen, Mrs. Swan puked in the bathtub like mad tv yes <laughs> <laughs> oh i love mrs swan she's so funny and it's like that's the that's the halloween magic baby it's so good <laughs> all right ryan make nasty what do you got for me my favorite halloween candy if you say mm. peeps i'm literally gonna punch you. no peeps aren't candy. peeps aren't Peeps are, Easter. peeps are easy. Peeps are easy. PSL peeps. Dude, I would eat pumpkins. I'd eat PSL peeps. Are you kidding me? That sounds great. Anyways, before I get crucified for my peep steaks, so I'll say one that's not really it's it's a Halloween candy, but no one hands it out. And then I'll give you like my favorite one. So my favorite Halloween candy, candy corn. Oh my god. I can down bags of candy. Becca got me a bag of candy corn for my birthday. She came over and I was like, all right, birthday stream. See you later. Oh my God. I finished a whole bag of candy corn in one stream sitting. It was just next to me at this point. And no, I swear to God, I love candy corn. Do you know why it's called candy corn? (sighs) I don't. I don't want to know. It's like a turtle. You could like put it all together. You you could, you could piece it together and turn into a corn on the cup. Anyways. It's I'd rather meeting. I'd rather eat corn. Corn. Yeah. Wrong with corn. <laughs> salt and butter. Yeah. You talking about it, the popcorn? Like if, you're, if your favorite candy, I'd rather have the vegetable version of it. Then that's a problem. Okay. So favorite Halloween candy is okay. Fair, corn. fair, fair. Favorite <laughs> that's, candy. That's good. The favorite candy to get on Halloween. Um, Butterfinger, hands down. Mm. Okay. I love Butterfingers. That's I blame. Fair. I kind of blame the Simpsons for that. Bart Simpson, <laughs> yeah, when yeah. he used to do the commercials, but getting a same thing with Snickers, you get the huge bars, you're like, mm-hmm. you're going through, you're like trading them like they're stocks. You're like, I got five candy bars right here. What do you got? I got two cups, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's so, yeah, exactly. You're just empty the pillow, and it's just like a mad dash, so but good. um, yeah, those those two are definitely my favorite. Yeah, it's I, not. It's not a hoax. It's not a. It's not a bit. Not a, I actually <laughs> thoroughly enjoy candy corn. I would love to see a Twitter poll, aside from the one for um, the Hall of Fame. I'd love to see a Twitter poll. Are McNasty's food takes a bit or not? I'd love to see what the public thinks on that. <laughs> we'll run it. We'll run it. 
Thank you. Back, I, <laughs> so, I, I think it was episode two when we talked about the the burger. Yeah. When, when did I say I like celery? Was it? That two was or the three? first episode. So, oh, okay, it was the first yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. She literally stopped listening, and I was streaming at the time. She goes, "Are you serious?" I go, "What are you talking about?" She goes, "You like celery?" I go, "Yeah, celery is good." I, I enjoy it's celery. It's a she taste goes, of substance. She goes, she goes, you're a psychopath. She goes, you just openly eat celery. I'm like, yeah, I could just munch on that all day. And she goes, you're, you're ridiculous. I can't. I was like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, wait, did you man. finish the episode? She's like, no, I had to stop right then and there. <laughs> to you. Like with peanut butter or is that? I can either or. Peanut butter uh, just makes ants it better. On a log. Pe- peanut butter just makes it better. So it's a classic. McNasty, what is a Halloween candy? But you would just, yeah, no, thank you. Um, what are they? The, what are those little chocolate balls called? Uh, Malted milk balls, trash. Uh, yeah, those are at- mm. horrid, Garbage. literally terrible. Yeah, that's whoppers. Whoppers, yeah. Whoppers, yeah. whoppers are. I have never seen someone like whoppers. Yes. Those oh my god, they made taste yeah. so. <laughs> bad those are my girlfriend's dad's favorite candy and i was like dude like if i no i mean (laughs) no but for many other reasons but oh bro that just that just is a you know confirming it i i i just don't that that is a that is a hard no for me i just can't robo what's your favorite halloween candy real like uh fruit so it'd be like I don't know, like Nerds Rope, Laffy Taffy, Ooh, stuff like Nerds that. Rope. Nerds Rope. Nerds Rope yeah. is highly oh, underrated. Yeah. It's Those, essentially yeah. two candies combined into one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Twizzlers like and Twizzlers Nerds. Nerds. Amazing. Yeah. But oh, I will shit. say. I missed. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. I missed for, a huge one for. For me. the purposes of a poll redemption, which I sorely need after last week, I'm going to say <laughs> Pumpkin Reese's, our first ballot. And you think that's going to get you poll redemption? Yeah. There's yeah. no way. Wait, oh, what is a pumpkin? It's just Reese's yeah, the shaped, pumpkin a pumpkin, shaped right? Reese's. Yeah. You think, Reese, you think the Reese's are going to save you? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's not. I got bad news. Interesting. <laughs> I will say the Easter Reese's are better. I actually give out Easter Reese's an egg? on Halloween. Save oh, this, guy's a, this guy's a yeah. troll. He's like, oh, <laughs> Hey, he's Mister. So, he's so funny. Oh, this tastes. Uh, it's about a Halloween, buddy. <laughs> um, I associate my favorite Halloween candy with a memory, just from being young. My favorite is the uh, the yellow double bubble bubble gum, and I'll tell you why. You know how when you chew on a double gu- bubble gum, it lasts for like forty seconds before it just goes <laughs> completely tasteless. Yeah, accurate. So when you have it. And you go and you just get like a whole handful of them. You have like 20. And then when you're about nine years old, you're 10 minutes into eating it. You have 14 pieces of gum in your mouth. You're just trying <laughs> yeah. to get the flavor. That, nothing nothing better. That's my favorite. You dislocate your jaw. Oh, yeah. What was that? You spit it out. You're holding <laughs> it in your hand. You're just like, what is this monstrosity? Your, your favorite Halloween candy is gum? I don't no, no, hate no, no. that take. No, yeah. no. It's tasteless gum. No, it's no, 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 because you have 30 seconds, 40 seconds of the it's super, it's just sugar. You're chewing no. on sugar. Jake has unlocked. So you like here. peeps. 
No. It's, it's the same thing. It's all sugar. It's gum. Oh, it's gum. Oh, oh, oh. No, and you can blow Jake, a bubble you, and it hits you in the face. Robo, Robo saved. Robo saved. Jake's favorite candy is gum. You're the youngest it's one here. Bubble gum. You're closer to Halloween than all of us. And your favorite candy is bubble oh, yeah. gum? What's number two? Nico wafers? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does it come in black licorice? <laughs> the caramel apple. Oh, That's those incredible. houses that gave the apples out, let me tell you. You know how hard, they, you know how hard those, they were for those? Those were next level. Anyways, I used to be scared to eat those because I always thought they had razor blades in them. Nah, I didn't care. Propaganda <laughs> really got to me. My as thing a kid. Is, my thing. You know, it was probably like the, one kid. <laughs> you, ever see, you ever see the meme where it's like, oh no, I found this in my son's candy. It's a picture of a Glock with a Snickers like broken <laughs> yeah, over the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff cracked. That's the correct. The, uh, it's like a as a child, I I thought people would be handing out free drugs more often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like uh, it's those warnings where it's like, watch out, your drugs might be laced with, or your kids' candy might be laced with drugs, and then people are like, I'm not giving my drugs yeah. to kids. Yeah, someone's I'm like, like myself. Why would I give my edibles out to little Timmy down the block? <laughs> Screw him! I paid for this. I'd like it on the record that I actually think Jake's pick is uh, Thank a you, good Nick. pick. I think it's he, a great pick. He unlocks, he unlocks, he unlocks, this is what he does. Worst pick of the week. No, Robo, Robo says he's correct. 30 seconds of, of not like 30 seconds and the flavor's gone. You pop another one in. Guess what? Flavor's back. You can do that with any candy. Then you can put another one gum to like a stop sign or something. And it's there (laughs) for 10 years. So now Jake is just a vandalizer. I don't know if I, I can't stand by that, but I can stand by the take. I'll take it. I'm just saying right. that you you lost easily. That's, that's fine. That's Robo say, hey, I'm hey, to the it. poll, <laughs> the poll will decide. We will let the people decide. <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh, last segment because we rolled those two in together is Timmy's two minute drill. So, if you might remember, in our first episode, uh, McNasty said he was uh, watching kind of like a short. Uh, document docu series thing youtube thing on it's timmy and one of the things he said in that uh was about big raids and essentially when somebody big raids you you have two minutes to keep as much of that audience as possible so let's say uh you know you mentioned like frozone earlier let's say fro is like yo these guys are doing a super fun league go check check him out and he drops everybody into Wednesday night wash gaming league middle of a game you got two minutes what can you do oh oh man um so fro raids me I got two minutes we're in the, the heat of battle um I think you know the best thing you can do for me for example like, like I said, not a big drinker. I think that my first, uh, my first inclination would be go try and shotgun a beer. Um, for myself, I don't think that that works out very well, um, which might be good or bad for the viewership. Like if I get, you know, halfway through and sputter and spit everywhere and people roast me, they might, you know, think that's funny. Or if I down it and the thing for me for shotgunizing is it's either gone in three seconds or it's coming back up in about three seconds. So like, We'll see. So I think that um, I think that I do that. I don't know if that's against uh, TOS. You just have to be not wasted. Yeah. I, yeah. You can drink on stream. 
Yeah. If I don't throw it up after one beer, like we'll see. But um, yeah, I think that um, I think that that, and then I also think like genuinely like explaining what you're all about um, and like talking about what it is. Cause somebody comes in and watches like a, for our example, like a competitive call of duty match, they're going to be like, dude, I don't care about multiplayer COD, but like, I think especially for what we're trying to do at, at wash gaming league is just, present it as an idea for like anybody and again for me like as cliche like in the moment i'm always gonna be like i want to retain as many people as i can but like if i can get say fro raise me with 500 people if i can get like 30 people who are super dedicated to watch gaming whether it's either being as a player like a viewer you know if i get 50 people that you know consistently stay around join the discord and stuff like that i think that that's a huge thing um, and I think quality over quantities is really important. So like, um, <clears throat> I think obviously, you know, you got to do something to catch people's attention, but, um, you know, those flashes where people like, you'll see people, um, I saw, I don't know who it was, but that, uh, guy got raided and he, every time he like gets a sub or something, he does that like spin on his knees and feet. Um, the guy with the super long hair, like, that's great. Um, but if you can't turn that into like continued viewership that keeps people engaged, like it's going to be a flash in the pan. So I think that like for wash gaming, just being like, Hey, like this is a place that you can come chill vibe. Like if you want to play, like here's the details I'm playing. Like if you're not interested in playing, but you want to see some like cool matchups and learn more about people, like talk about the guys in the league, talk about how it started. Um, so I think that a combination of like that flash in the pan where you like, like I said, try to shotgun a beer. And then, you know, after that, like who sticks around, you can kind of, you know, make those relationships, um, talk to people. Um, because like, you know, like people want to talk about people coming to chat. Like if people are in chat, they want to talk. Um, yeah. so like talking to people, forming relationships, I think is really important. Um, so yeah, I think my ultimate answer would be shotgun a beer and then just give the what's what on wash gaming league, um, plug the discord, all that stuff. Yeah. I, I, we yeah. talked about it in the first episode as well. Building that core audience is the most important thing you need to do as a streamer or content creator in general, because you can be that flash in the pan and get all that, but then, you know, it can, it can be gone the next day. I see so many people go up and down, up and down, up and down. It just constant state of flux, building that core, like, people that will always be there is how you can like take what you want to do full time and all that. And that's definitely the most important part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you see so many people like, um, do you guys know the woodworker streamer Brox? That dude yeah, is so nice. yeah, he's yeah. awesome. So like, such a good dude. like he got, I forgot who rated him like right off the rip. It might've been Tim or, or Nick or somebody huge. I think right? it was Tim. And, like, yeah. and he was so, I think I was there for that. Like, I think I was watching Tim's stream when it happened and like people stuck around for that and continue to stick around because of how genuine of a person he is and how, you know, he want, he cares about people. It's very obvious. Um, and I think that that's how, you know, a lot of people stuck around. Oh, also, um, I think it's Seth drums, but he, Tim always yeah, calls yeah. him Steve drums. Same thing. Like I followed Brock's, I followed Seth after their raids because I was like, Seth's doing something sick 
And yeah. like, this is like really innovative. And he also like gets the community involved and does all that. So I think that that's like, if you're genuine, like you're not going to, you, you're not going to get everyone. You're not going to go from a thousand person raid to averaging a thousand viewers. It's not going to happen. So like, if you set your expectations like that, you're going to be disappointed. So just like being happy with, you know, whoever you can get is, is, you know, important. And I think that it keeps you like grounded and genuine. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, anything else guys? Okay. Uh, well, uh, Nick, thanks for being here. Uh, love the conversation. If you can just tell everybody one more time, where to find wash gamingly, how to get involved. Yeah. So Twitter, um, wash underscore gaming, um, from there, you can find our discord, which is, um, you know, we're trying to build up and make it, you know, the place for all things wash gaming. Um, you can always DM us with, you know, questions, suggestions, whatever you want. Um, and I just want to like take a time out to say thanks to you guys for, you know, number one robo, like choosing us as, as a stream share partner was something that I kind of put it on my personal Twitter where I was like, I started doing this from my Xbox as like a way to just hang out with my friends. And I didn't think that, um, you know, it'd be something that other people would take interest in or, um, you know, little partnerships like this that I think are just like a sign that I'm doing the right thing and, and people are enjoying what we're putting out. Um, so I just want yeah, to thank we you were, guys for... We were excited to work with you guys. And, you know, I think everybody was excited about the shirts. The shirts, it was super cool design, fun to make. You were great to work with. Um, so, yeah, it was, you know... And I think, you know, that's why I said on like the first episode is like, you just want to work with great people. That's mm-hmm. what it comes down to. And so, I, and yeah. I've said this before and I'm not, I'm, I'm giving you that premium gas, but I mean it absolutely. Like, I think that the, the business model that you guys have put out with that is just, um, it's, it's just waiting for its big break and then it's going to be huge. Um, and yeah, and, and, you know, Jake McNasty, you guys are always like, you know, whenever I see you guys in chat or other people's chat, you guys are super welcoming. So just like really enjoyed talking to you guys and you guys have me on and thinking about me. So appreciate it. Yeah. That's what we're here for. You know, everyone deserves a chance to, you know, shine and put their product out there and you work as hard as you do. You definitely deserve it. I, I, I think so at least. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Great. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks fellas. All right. Catch you guys in the next one. Dream on. Dream on.